welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. All right, welcome to another episode of Investing on the Go. I'm Will Twyford, Dwan Bent Twyford's incredible son. Today, Investing on the Go is our weekend warrior session. This is a quick 15-minute session to help you while you're driving for dollars or drinking your coffee in the morning or whatever you may be doing. Today's topic is sourcing the perfect tenants. This is how to find perfect tenants. So that's one of the most important things. I have a lot of rentals out in the Midwest, and you know what? It's really important to keep your vacancies down, keep your monthly maintenance and your yearly maintenance down, and really have people that are not a lot of work for your deals. You know, you have to make sure that these cash cows keep making you good money time and time again. So let's talk a little bit first just about your rental properties. Now, for me, I like everything in the Midwest because everything that I'm looking for is generally no more than $50,000. That means I try to buy it in the $20,000, dollars $40,000 range. Sometimes I'll spend more if it's a little bit nicer house. But these houses, I'm trying to be in them for no more than fifty. dollars Like one of the ones I bought this last year, I paid $12,000 for. Well, it's one of those that needs all the electrical updates. It needs all the, a lot of different texture to cover wallpaper and a lot of different things that, you know, full bathroom and just things that can be labor intensive. So not to get too on that topic, but I'm probably going to spend 30,000 bucks fixing it up. But these houses that we are working on will rent for $900 a month. So the return on the investment for these $50,000 houses is really incredible. So, but you can make the perfect house, but it's hard to find the perfect tenant. Now I try to do a little bit more upscale in how I finish them, stainless appliances, and I try to be at the top end of my rental market. That's where I start. I wanna be one of the most premium priced rentals in my rental market because you're going to start right away by kind of sourcing out and getting away from the lower payers. You know, I don't want to be renting at market rate. You know, I want to be renting a little bit above someone or a family that's willing to pay a little bit more to have a little bit nicer house. That's where I start. So because my area that we're in for a three-bedroom the average rent is probably around 700 Now, we are getting 900 out of these houses that we are doing in that same area because we're finishing them nicer. Instead of doing the snap-down floors, we're refinishing the hardwood or certain things like that that I appreciate more. You know, if I'm going to own the house and be a landlord and run these things for my children for the next 30 years, I got to like them too. 
I don't want to just be putting cheap stuff in there that I'm having to reinvest and redo 10 years from now. It's one thing to just come in in between tenants and recoat the floors, but it's something completely different where you've got water damage on some of these snap down floors that, you know, it's all fiberboard nowadays and yeah, it just starts turning into problems where you're replacing stuff. Now, I'm not saying hardwood can't be damaged either. I mean, it can, but it's pretty darn durable. So when we start screening for tenants, obviously it starts with a background check. Say it again, background check. Believe me, you want to do that because we have people that come in and they just say, hey, yep, nope, we love it. We'll take it. We'll give you money today. We can sign this, sign your lease. And it may just seem too good to be true. I've seen it. I've seen it happen, and then the background check comes back, and you're like, nope, they're wanted in two states for theft and aggravated assault and all these other different things. I've seen it. And a lot of times, they're skipping states, coming here for work or working in doing scaffold building or whatever, coming to some of these big refineries, and they're just looking for a short-term you know, rental where they're looking for a six-month term. Now, another big tip right out of the gate for me, another pro tip, is search for a longer lease. I won't do anything less than a two-year lease. Six-month people are good to come in and come out. If they pay you a little bit more, they pay you a little more of a premium. But in six months, you may be sourcing another tenant. You know, and you have to know how to source for perfect tenants. I've got two people that are all in two-year leases that are getting ready to come up, and they're looking to re-sign for longer than two-year leases again. They're looking to go longer term, which is what you need. That's like the perfect thing. You're looking for five to ten year people, you know, and families need a good home. Not everybody can buy a house, you know, especially with house prices continually going up and most of the bottom pay staying kind of similar, you know, so you just have to be in between that zone but looking for the right people. Now, when we get into looking through this, you have to make sure that they aren't going to be too strapped for money. You have to make sure that the income works. Now, it's okay to give them a little bit of leeway here and there, but you have to understand you have a couple bad months or you have, you know, an unexpected car problem. There's always stuff you, it's like when I talk about rehabbing, you always have to expect something to come up. Always takes longer, always more to be done, and it's always going to cost you more. It's the same type of thing with rentals, just on a different caliber. Tenants have that problem, and then you have to deal with it. So longer term is my first main point. You're looking for longer term people. Background check. Say it again, background check. You want to make sure to start there. But then the most important things for me is going to be I take a inflated deposit. In some states that are landlord-friendly states, let me rephrase that. In some states that are tenant-friendly states, I believe New York just stopped allowing you to do first month's rent, a deposit, and last month's rent. You don't want your money tied up in those kind of states. Pull out. Go somewhere else. Say it again. Go somewhere else. Because even if it's in your backyard, go somewhere else. Trust me, you get to a point where you're in a tenant-friendly state, you get these people that are late payers or not paying, 
the rules are not going to be in your favor. You're the one with the risk. You're the one that needs to be protected. I don't want you to be a slumlord, so be better than that. But you need to have to be in the you have to be in the right side of the rules as well. So when I come in, I will do an inflated deposit. If I'm renting for $900 a month, I will do a deposit for $1,100. Why? Well, because that ensures my last month's rent. Because if the deposit is more than the rent, when you get to the end of your lease, a lot of the times you'll hear tenants say, keep my deposit for last month's rent. Well, a lot of times you're sitting there thinking, well, who says you're getting your deposit back? I have to come and determine whether you're getting your deposit or not yet. So you have to be careful with that. Take a deposit that's a couple hundred dollars more in the front, gets you a little bit more cash, a little bit more buffer, but it ensures your last month's rent. And then you go in and you determine what kind of deposit they get back. Now, not to get into ethics, but if the people have been there for four years, you have to expect you're doing carpet. That has to go in your budget for maintenance. You just have to expect it. Just between having kids, if they have a pet, I'll take a bigger pet deposit. You know, I tell people if it's a dog over 40 pounds, it's like $500 for a pet deposit for me. Is that crazy? Maybe. But you know what? If I just spent $2,500 in carpet, I'm expecting to replace it. If I just spent two grand on my floors, I'm expecting to have to coat them again. I'm not going to sand them again, but I'll coat them again. So it's durable. But one of the main and most important things is to do a unannounced drop by. Say it again, unannounced drop by of their current living situation. Now, this is something that's the final step for our application process. And that's what we tell them. Now, if you're investing in the Midwest and you live on the West Coast or the East Coast or whatever, you can't always do this. But this is something that someone you have in play to be one of your ground people has to do. You come around kind of in the evening time, around late dinner, but you have to drop by and you say, hey, how's it going? We're just looking to do a walkthrough of your current living situation. It's the final process of our application. And basically... They let you in, you walk through. Now, the biggest keys to this is that this is what your house is going to look like in six months. Yeah, there's going to be dishes laying around. There's going to be dishes in the sink. There's going to be food still out, probably. But you can tell the difference between clutter from the day. Because I have three kids. They can clutter it up really fast. You can tell the difference between clutter from the day and filth from a couple months. So that's something that you have to be able to determine whether it's you walking through or someone you have in place walking through. And then just at the end, you just say, hey, we'll talk to you soon. Or if you like what you see, you're just like, hey, congratulations, guys. We'll get everything else figured out. And you know, really, it's just that easy. And a lot of the times, the tenants just don't have an issue with it. And you know what? Sometimes they may say, well, I don't really want you coming in and say, hey, listen, you know what? I completely agree with you. You know, it's just something that we just wanted to see. You know, I get it. You know, you get some kids and get clutter. It's no big deal. We just wanted to see what your expectations are right now from your current landlord. 
you can use that as an, as an excuse and say, I want to know what if they needed to do for you that they didn't get done or something of that sort. And just say, you know, I want to provide a good house for you. I want to make sure we're a good fit. And you go from there. So, I mean, huge tips, inflated deposit, background check. Say it again, background check. Unannounced walkthrough, say it again, unannounced walkthrough. And longer term, those are your four main keys for me for sourcing your perfect tenants. I almost guarantee you'll never have to evict another person if you can do that for them. And whenever you get the chance, give them a little bit of a discount, throw them a Thanksgiving discount, throw them a Christmas bonus, do something. Pull 50 bucks, 100 bucks here and there. That may be the difference when they're struggling for the month to give you that extra money that they may not have to make sure that you're paid versus just being someone that is just riding the lightning on them all the time. You know, so you just have to be careful. You can't be too much of a pushover in them always paying late and always paying less. You know, you have to stick to your guns, but you know what? You get good people, you get good tenants, and you'll get a machine going. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in. If you loved this, please subscribe to Dwonderful, the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Give us five stars. Give us a great review. You know what? Dwan is coming up on her 200th podcast, and it's just one of those things that is just couldn't be couldn't be more. I just had the phone ring in here, so I've got mine muted, but we've got a home phone here. Who's got a home phone? Businesses do. So say it again, home phone. Sometimes you need to fax stuff. It's not always scanning and sending it in. Sometimes it's a problem. It's always a pain in the butt sometimes. So have your stuff lined up, have it in order, run your business like a business so you make sure that you can have a dependable, duplicatable business that works for you. If you're part-time in this, you need to be that much more efficient so you can be good with what you're trying to do. So never stop learning, never stop investing because champions never give up. Head to InvestorsEdgeUniversity.com, head to ColoradoRIA.com if you're in Colorado or if you just want to hear more from us. So InvestorsEdgeUniversity.com, uh, you can opt in there and get some free stuff. And you know what? We just have so much that we teach. We're doing so many deals on a regular basis, and we teach a lot. We do a lot of deals, and I mean, it's just something that we love the life that this has given us for our family and this investing. So... Thanks, folks. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. If you're driving, hope you have a good drive and get where you need to be. If you're drinking coffee, I will see you soon as well. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.